I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Clorox. When it counts, trust Clorox the same way we trust essential workers to provide the care they give to us. Families trust Clorox to give them a safe and protected home. Our community heroes trust Clorox to keep places like hospitals and grocery stores disinfected. So I know I too can trust Clorox to provide my home with a safe environment at home we can all enjoy. So I have a story for you, Amanda. Um, With Clorox, there's one thing I definitely use it for every single time before I step into my vanity van. Uh, I love the entire place disinfected because that's where I keep my makeup. Uh, That's where I get ready. That's where my clothes are. That's sometimes where I take a nap as well. So, you know, I can use it all over like time of need. So, um, yeah, it's been really, really, it just keeps everything super clean and I, I feel super safe. For me, it's important to share with loved ones and the public in general how they can give the most care for their loved ones, especially during times like these. I mean, with the pandemic going on, with COVID going on, it's just great to be extra sanitary with all the items that are around you, caring for others, and you know, just wiping down the door handle after you use the bathroom or wiping down so the important the toilet, so important. the toilet handle. Don't forget the toilet handle. (laughs) So remember, when it counts, trust Clorox. Please don't judge me by the clothes I wear. Please don't judge me by the songs I sing. Please don't judge me by the way that I'm dancing. You know God, the only way to judge me. You know that I'm feeling so free. I be chilling, just doing me. We take up and we killing this beat. Go ahead and get in your feet. Please don't die. Don't 
listening to Glory 93.9 FM. It is 29 minutes gone by the 11 o'clock hour. It's girl talk time. It's girl talk time. And I got my girlfriend in studio with me. The one Italia, Jay Williams. (laughs) Wilson. Wilson. Gosh. Where did that come from, girl? I don't know. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. No, that's okay. My God, I was a Williams more than longer than I was a Wilson. This is true, and I've known you as a Williams, Williams longer than I've okay. known you as a Wilson. No, but we can't that. do that. We got to fix that. Yeah, Wilson, Wilson. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> I got my girl Italia. I just stick to the first name. Yes, yeah, Italia. <laughs> that's safe. Oh my gosh, got Italia in studio Yay. with us today. And listen, we are going to have a conversation. It's going to be good. I'm so glad that you could join us today. I hope you had a wonderful weekend. I see y'all was wilding out on um on your first free weekend. You got out of jail and you was having party in Bimini and uh, parties all around, you know, the capital. And Seriously? Uh, like just why, why y'all partying? Who tell y'all y'all could party? Oh, my gosh. Gosh, man. Ain't no way 50 people live in your house. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know that 50 oh, people don't live in your house, my man. my goodness, Marisha, Why y'all not no. been partying like that, no, man? I, I Seriously, they're snapping about it and stuff, eh? Man, and it cost us to get locked down again. Y'all gonna cost us to have a horrible Christmas, man. I'm not having a horrible Christmas. I mean, I like, he can, cost us, do? he can cost us have to be locked up. Mm. They can cost the, the, the CA to lock us up. Goodness gracious. Um, But yeah, y'all was having... I mean... I just, I, the, first of all, you know, I was kind of like hiding out on Saturdays, right? Like, you know, I was using Saturdays to sleep, but I had to come uh, out the house this Saturday. Oh, okay. Um, I missed my Saturdays already. Listen. I loved it. I was enjoying like doing nothing. Like just sleeping. <sighs> oh, man. I miss Saturdays. Hi, Miss Julie. Congratulations. Congratulations. I just found out. Kiss little DAR for us because I'm sure he's another DAR. So kiss little oh, DAR for oh us. And um, hope that you are healing well. Definitely will continue to pray for you. Um, but yeah, Julie, they wilding out, man. They don't know how to act. We, they can cause us to be locked up, man. But I did go out on Saturday and I... I had to go out because um, I've been I've actually been faithful to what I one of the goals that I set for this year. I tell you, I've been in in the studio working on my album. Awesome. And it's been so cool. So I was actually in the studio. I was working on a song um, with Iman on Saturday. So oh, Iman. Iman from our church. Iman. Oh, really? Yeah. That's so cool. Man. So that's so cool. So, yeah, we we knocked out a song on Saturday. Like a Thing break like like how Beyonce have um, um, Blue Ivy in there like saying something. I can't just say something on your album. Like, I just want to say something. Can okay. I, that? I mean, I don't he, know. he really just say something at the beginning of the song. It, it wasn't like a collaboration. Like he's uh, not singing at all. Oh, like okay, he okay, says okay. something at the beginning uh, and then he okay, okay. says he something my... at the end. 
he didn't steal my postman. <laughs> so, Someone like little person has said something, you know. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I was out, you know, doing you my little kid. studio thing. Yeah, yeah, I was trying to get some stuff done, and then I, of course, I got caught up in the hurry up, got to get home by six o'clock traffic, and then I was That's hungry, crazy. and then you know everybody, you know, closing day drives you at four thirty. So I was able to catch the jerk man, you know, down the road from my house, and he had me straight. Uh, so that's how come I got caught up in that little, you know. Okay, okay, okay. But um, y'all was all about on yeah. the weekend, man. I yeah, mean, I had to work. traffic, big traffic, horrible. I know, big time traffic. Mm-mm-mm. But um, it was um, it was a busy weekend for me, but I felt like I got a lot accomplished. And oh, church was good. awesome yesterday. That's good. Yes, it was. Church was amazing yesterday. Um, later, did you have an eight? No, no, just we, the one. We only did one. Okay. Hey, Lystra. Hey, Lystra. So yeah, like, um, I thought I missed like early or something like that. So I, I, I caught him right in time. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Um, I think we're gonna be back to eight and eleven this Sunday. Mm. That's what it's looking like. Because I don't know for sure. Because I, I think I'm we, gonna try to. We had, we had, um, we had to turn some people away on Sunday. Yeah, because we we couldn't fit them. We come late. We couldn't fit. I mean, <laughs> they, if even if they had come early, they would have got turned away. Like either way, someone would have gotten turned away. We just couldn't mm-hmm. fit any more people. So, uh, so yeah, I think we so may be doing do, that. Stay tuned. Um, an announcement will be coming soon. Invitation. I'm pretty sure. Um, uh, concerning that, but yes, church was amazing yesterday, and um, now we're into Monday. But, but before we dive into our conversation, well, actually, this thing that we're going to talk about is kind of related to our conversation today. Mm. So there was a certain um man of God mm-hmm. that said some things on a certain show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that I mean that video was circulating all over the place. I am yep. not I, first of all, let me just lay a disclaimer out here. I am not in any kind of WhatsApp group or friends with anybody who was sending them kind of stuff around. Mm-hmm. So like I didn't even like I didn't even get it. Like somebody didn't send it to me. Mm-hmm. Like I saw it on right, somebody's right, right. status and then somebody forwarded me the link right. to somebody posting it. So like I wasn't even in like a gathering oh, of individuals it. who like would share it and then after yeah. the fact, people mm-hmm. started sending it to me. Now, the yeah. people who started sending to me were like a couple of my family members who was like, this this is my issue with the Christian church. And I'm like, so one person makes a statement and now all of a sudden you have a problem with the Christian church. I'm not even going to open that conversation. I'm not going to open that conversation because that's a little touchy for me because I feel like we cannot be so shallow as human beings that when one person, one member of the body of Christ or one institution in the body of Christ offends us now, all of a sudden we mad at Jesus Fulbright. I have a problem with that. I have a problem that this one thing that this one individual or this one entity or institution does now all of a sudden has an effect on everybody. But I'm going to leave that for um one-on-one with pastor dental and pastor rick you know for them to talk about okay i'm not gonna bring that up Mm -hmm. um but i just want to state that i think that that's absolutely ludicrous because Mm -hmm. just because one man hurt me doesn't mean all men are dogs and just because one woman hurts you it doesn't mean that all women are horrible you understand what i'm saying we we gotta stop with these sweeping generalizations we gotta cut that out um but yes julie (laughs) i'm not gonna call it um live on air she typed the name of the show um but (laughs) um it it was so interesting, Italia, and I can let you take this over after I say what I say. Okay. Yeah, no, I can let you take this over after I say <laughs> what I say. Um, uh, perversion is a serious thing uh-huh. 
in particular sexual perversion it is a serious thing and listening to the comments that he made that is what stood out to me the loudest you know he made some statements about you know his propensities and you know the things that he had to learn and what he was uneducated about and i the only thing that i heard ever so loudly is but for the grace of god sexual perversion would have completely taken over his life that's what i heard mm-hmm. now for those of you who may have heard it in a different way and you may have you know felt however you felt about what he had to say uh, we actually had a conversation about it in the office that day and we were like you know what like <sighs> Sexual perversion is sexual perversion, point blank, period. It does not have a orientation, a sexual orientation. Mm. It doesn't have, it doesn't have any rules. It doesn't have any rules. It doesn't Mm. have any guidelines. It doesn't have any kind of restrictions. Sexual perversion is sexual perversion. It doesn't care if you are a woman who like women or a woman who like man, or if you're a man who like men or a man who like women. It's straight, straight up perversion and that's what i heard i heard that if it wasn't for the grace of god sexual perversion would have completely taken over his life hey rose what do you think mm-hmm. i i agree because i think it's again a little defense mechanism you know um that we kind of employ as humans mm-hmm. you know to trying to, pr- to protect us from I guess what our thoughts would we do I don't know we like to put things into boxes and yes. categorize yes. and so we can judge and exactly. sit on the high horse exactly I think he was very brave yes for saying what he did saying what he said um, I think he was very honest <laughs> um, I I I I had um, conversations about it and um, it was it was described the person said he was like. Too, like too honest yeah you know yeah. and too honest i think they meet by, by that they meant that um that we're not mature enough a lot right. of us right. to handle the conversations and like if the truth be told let's really talk now you know a lot of us have had of a lot of us have and some like you say in some form of the other mm-hmm. perversion some type of perversion, perversion that we've had yes, to yes. handle deal with we encountered experience etc yes all right doesn't matter what it is um, and I think what he did was so good and so great because I think it shows, and a bishop too is he has been very on our bishop, he's been very honest yes. about his his, his personal own, yeah. experience. Mm-hmm. And this is what we need to know. People need to know that people are having real experiences out there, you know, that we are we are saved, we are Christians now, but we went through. Listen, we go through because we're I th- human. I think that one of the one of the things that I think was eye opening for some. And I think some persons are not even willing to admit that some of the things that he said wasn't as shocking because they too would have been in a similar situation. situation, especially when he talked about, um, his wife in reference to his wife and, and what he was ignorant concerning with right, dealing with his wife. wife. Yeah. There are a whole lot of people who were like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. But I want y'all to know that it's probably an equal amount of people who was like, yeah, I mean, I didn't know any better too. Right. I agree. And I think that we, we forget that we can only be responsible for what we've been exposed to. Mm-hmm. If I haven't been exposed okay. to a truth, then you can't, place it in front of me and say this is the thing that you should be living by if i haven't received that revelation if i haven't been exposed to okay if you do this then here's the result of doing this action Mm -hmm. and we assume that because we have been exposed to something that means that everyone else has when that's not true right it's not true and um i had an appreciation 
for the fact that like he does not hide the fact that you know he's not really as educated as you know as most people are um or most people like to pretend to that be, they are. I was about to say um I like I lo- I love the fact that he's straight up that he was honest about it and he said it he said what he had to say like only he could like only he could let me just say this moment say mm-hmm. I am one of those biggest fans okay <laughs> I am one of his biggest fans. <laughs> I am Boy. I am in, in love with him and, and the Mother Rachel combo because okay. I think Mother really Rachel is, me not to is to, such a sweetheart. The pulpit when he performed. Okay. So well I I, I see one of your sisters <laughs> is also a fan of his as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have the video to prove it. Did she perform it? <laughs> so uh, but I think I think it's so important for us to, to begin this conversation today because I've learned in my personal experience, and Natalia, I'm sure you have a lot to share concerning this as well, that the enemy is so cunning. He is so he is so in tune with our human existence. I think he's more in it's tune with our human are. existence than we are. Yes. Because it is so easy for us to look at someone else and because their proclivities or their propensities to sin seem to be more outrageous in the eyes of a human being, it means that we are better than they are and they are lesser than we are. And that is one of the things that we want to establish straight across the board um, as we begin this conversation today, because um, this is a heavy one and we're going to be going at something that is not very popular um, typically in conversation amongst believers. It's kind of taboo. It's something that we don't address. And mm-hmm. I think it's something that we need to address. And I um, shared with Natalia before we came on air that I want to make sure that we don't play with this, that we're not. Yes, we're going to laugh and have fun in our conversation about it, but we're not being playful in our approach to this. Um now, this still is girl talk, so I don't want y'all to think that, you know, um, we have done deep, in-depth research and have come up with, you know, principles and strategies, <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. that kind of thing. This is really a conversation. And so um, I, <laughs> I can say this, that, um, that the man of God sharing what he did. I think it opened up a conversation that is necessary to be had in the Christian church. Mm -hmm. And that is the fact that one of the major, the major issues that we are experiencing as human beings, not just in the Christian church, but because we're believers, we have to address it from that posture. One of the things that the enemy uses in our human existence is the sexual perversion. And he uses it to literally invade and take over our lives. Mm -hmm. So, there are there i can i can say confidently that the majority of us know someone or have encountered one who has made a decision to live an alternative lifestyle and mm-hmm. say well i'm going to be with someone of the same sex mm-hmm. we uh, we have all either encountered someone or we know someone or maybe we have a family member mm-hmm. um close. Mm-hmm. who is close to us who um um, who has decided to live their life in that manner. And Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. And um, I think that one of the the most 
I don't know, creative. I, I hate to say this, but I mean, it's true. One of the most creative tools of the enemy is to take that which God has intended for good and to make and to twist it and to, to, to shape it and reshape it and just make it look like it's a horrible thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, when it comes to just even our own approach to this conversation, I think that we need to consider like how intentional the enemy is before we even talk about what's common and what's okay and what's not okay from different people's perspectives. Um, I think we need to talk about the fact that like, no, like the enemy, he perverts things. That's what he does. Exactly. That's what he does. That is his modus operandi. So we're having a conversation today um, about masturbation and pornography, Mm -hmm. how it affects us. Initially, as women, we're talking about it because this is girl talk, but we want to talk about how it affects our relationships, how it affects how we love ourselves, how we don't love ourselves, um, how it affects how we interact with others, how we see ourselves, how we see God, how we view our bodies, all of that stuff. Um, This is not a conversation to be taken lightly because one of the things that I know without a shadow of doubt is that people are addicted to these things and the addiction is not a joke. Mm-hmm. It's not something to be made fun of. It is serious. Um, and then the next thing is, it is a tool of the enemy. I don't care what y'all say. And if you're going to say, well, oh, girl talk, they are on here and they have the super spiritual view of it. Fine. Cool. That's our approach. Mm-hmm. But we are not going to ignore the fact that this is a tool that, that the enemy uses. Yes, it is. Um, what I want to say about it, Italia, um, in reference to my understanding and the truth that I believe, I, I feel like even though we like to say a sin is a sin is a sin, and that's the, the thing that we like to say, we like to say a liar is a thief and a thief is a murderer and all of those people would go to hell if they don't repent, that kind of thing. I personally, this is my personal view, mm-hmm. I personally see sexual sin as greater. Let me tell you why. I see sexual sin as greater because the Bible describes sexual perversion and lust as a sin against your own body. So Mm -hmm. you're not just sinning against God, but it's a sin against your own body. Okay. So for me, this is more than just my relationship with God and how, you know, I am sinning against my redeemer. This is, this is more than that for me. For me, this is, I am sinning against my own body. And what that means for me is a whole like huge, like plethora of things, because what it means is that I'm literally swinging the door wide open to the enemy and giving him access to my life. That's what that says to me. I'm inviting him not just to give, to get access to my spirit, man. I'm literally giving him access to my flesh. Mm -hmm. And that is, for me, that is the struggle that I have with this attire. And, and I think a lot of persons are not even willing to admit that when they are struggling with these things, that it's not just them. It's not just them. You're, it's not just you. Mm-hmm. It's, this is not just your struggle. This is not just you doing this thing and you can't stop yourself from doing it. This is not just you making this decision that there could be a great influence from the enemy. Now, here's the thing. I'm not saying that you don't have a part in this. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that you don't have a responsibility in it. I'm not saying that you don't participate in it. What I'm saying is, I think we really need to consider 
the truth that there's a possibility mm-hmm. that the enemy doing what he does best, he has perverted the idea of us truly loving ourselves genuinely, wholly and purely, and he has twisted it. So he has made masturbation attractive. He has made pornography attractive because it perverts the way that things really should be. Mm-hmm. 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 I'm just trying to process what you're saying too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I agree, definitely perversion and deception um, is involved in um, the pornography and whatnot. Um, pornography um, and masturbation. And I don't know, I, I want to take it... F- I want to look at it from this perspective, though, too, too, right? Um, I take the, st- the same stance um, that, um, you know, when you commit, um, masturb- you, when you masturbate or you watch pornography, that that's, that is a sin against the body. And for me, too, I look at it, the fact that this is, this is where our, God dwells. Exactly. You know, this is his temple. Uh, this is his temple. Mm-hmm. And when we do this, um, you know, you're doing this, like Bishop likes to say, um, would you invite Jesus, Jesus yeah, exactly. to be a part? Can he sit, Can in, the sit room in the room while you're doing this? While thing? this is happening. Exactly. Um, but being, you know, the devil's advocate and just um, we're having a conversation. conversation. Yeah. I want to I it, there's a part of me, too, that believes that at some point, though, I think that. Let's talk about talking about um, masturbation, though. Mm-hmm. That from a biological perce- um, perception, all right, mm-hmm. um, that if this is something that we may have may being the underlying word have to go through as a part of our sexual maturity. I don't know because I say that too because I'm reading and. There are a lot of readings out there because people are looking for answers. Yeah, I would agree uh, There that. are readings that are saying that it is okay to masturbate. Interesting. That it is healthy. That there are a lot of be- there are a lot of physical benefits. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, we want to welcome your comments. You're welcome to if you would like to make your comment anonymously. The number to text is eight two five five four three three. Um, we also welcome you to call in. We will be filtering these calls, however, because we want to make sure that this conversation is kept in line with the laws of Urca and the standards of Glory 93.9 FM because this is Christian radio. But yeah. we definitely want to be intentional in having this conversation. So, again, that number to call in or text in or WhatsApp is 825-5433. I hear you, Italia. And like you said, we're having the conversation. So somebody has to be the devil's advocate. And today is you. Um, it's not me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and, and you guess what? But no, even but in saying is, that, I these are thoughts that I have too. Because now, listen, if you you have a you may have what uh uh um and we we jokingly I've, I've jokingly heard stories like cousin and cousin yeah yeah, yeah. and whatever um yeah. um talk about children little children not exploring with their ignorance them, yeah. yes yes and so with, with with their ignorance now i think i believe it comes to a point <clears throat> that comes to a point where you know as we grow and mature especially in our spiritual life we learn we grow and we know like you said that there are strategies of the devil um there are ways in which he's very cunning and he's going to try to yes. get to us yes 
And um, if we leave certain doors open, you know, these are some access points that he uses to get to us and right. again, break us down, et cetera, et cetera. So like, like you too, I believe that masturbation, pornography, definitely not the way of a Christian. Um, but I'm wondering, um, here's my thing. This is my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, cause you, you're talking about biology, right? Mm-hmm. So let's have the biological conversation. <laughs> okay. Um, but I'm going to use the words of Solomon in, in this biological conversation that we're going to have. Okay. Solomon tells us that comparison is the thief of joy, mm-hmm. right? So this is my issue with it. Italia. This is my issue. I believe that. Um, scripture does not lie when it says the the bed of marriage is undefiled. But I also think it's necessary for us to understand that um, scripture is not just telling us to flee from sexual immorality and to flee from sexual perversion or the lusts of the flesh because that's what we're supposed to do as believers. There is a safety that we experience when we have no other biological experience other than the one that we have in marriage. What that safety is, is that there's nothing to be compared to. Mm-hmm. So there's no room for disappointment. There's no Got room it. for questioning whether or not this person, like, did I rig them, make the right decision? Like, is this person it? Or I remember how it used to be with that person and it ain't like that with this person. All of the things that could cause Got a true. marriage to, to have some little issues. Mm-hmm. I believe that when we open the door, to um to things like pornography and to and and masturbation we're opening the door to setting a comparison that cannot like it cannot it cannot be achieved in an equal like manner so my question is biologically okay fine you want to you say it's about exploration or whatever but what you're going to do is you're going to create a standard that cannot be met by anyone else but how do you know that if you're if you're a teen you're a child because for a lot of people, that's where it begins. Yes. That's where it begins. I I can't speak for I can't speak for um for people who may be struggling with it because it's such a struggle. I, no. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't know. But I will say this though. There have been some other things that I struggled with that I was exposed to at a very young age. Mm-hmm. And I can say that in my adult life, because now my life has been redeemed and I'm living for God, that I have no regret in what I experienced. But I am not going to lie, Italia, if I could do it all over again, I would I would choose not to be exposed. I got you. So would I. I would choose not to be exposed because it has affected me, not just on a spiritual level, but on a mental and emotional level. Like there are there were so many lies that had to be broken off of my mind when it came to men and relationships as a result of some of the things that happened to me as a child mm-hmm. that's like literally stained my life it caused me to it caused a lot of people to look at me weird too because i would have been interacting with people in a way that they did not expect um it also built like a fight on the inside of me i was like mm-hmm. a, I used to fight like fight my way through everything i felt like i had to fight my way into relationships and fight for people and i had to to fight to hold on to things Uh so i think that the exposure at a young age it leaves a stain babe it leaves a stain so my thing is how do we i don't know i listen i for those of you who are parents and who have children and 
And like, you got to be watching this stuff. Like, I praying for you because I don't even know what it's going to be like like when, (laughs) no, for real, because (sighs) I think about it. I don't know if we think about this when we get to the, to the place when we are parents, but if we put ourselves back into that time and space when we were idle and when all of these things had access to our eyes. Um, I noticed I didn't say we had access to it. All of these things had access to us. And that's, the, it was the, it was the age that you and I grew up in where it was on the TV. Cause we didn't have like the computer necessarily. Mm-hmm. We didn't have like all these gadgets, gadgets and stuff, mm-hmm. but now this generation, like this stuff has access to them. It comes after them. They don't have to go looking no. for it. We had to go looking for it. Yes. Yes. We had to go looking for it. If, if we didn't have satellite at home, some, some family member had satellite. Yeah, and that's how exactly our friend and that's how Mm -hmm. those things were discovered it wasn't it wasn't coming at us you understand what i'm saying and this thing is coming at the the young people of this generation now and i think that um one of the the craziest oh my gosh the craziest i guess you could say realities of the now is that can you really protect? Can you really protect your children, your teenagers, first of all? And then can you even protect yourself? I know. I think where it is too, though, Marisha, um, I think well, where it begins, I think we have to remember, you know, we were all born in sin. Born in sin and iniquity. And um, I know the Bible it speaks about families and parents reminding their children about the the power of God or reminding right. them of the, these giving them giving them these stories and I think that's where it begins um so even though um, our young our children may grow up or may stumble across or may be exposed to I think it is our responsibility now as parents to always be having the right conversations with our children apart from sharing um the story not I don't want to say story like it's like a fairy tale book but apart from sharing God with our, our children and our families, I think we have to educate them too on our on our on, on our anatomy. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have to educate them mm-hmm. on it, um, the consequences of it. Yes. Um, and then also we have to again because we're Christian, we have to link this. Yes. Um, to what is expected of us now as Christian as Christians, and one of those things is um, one of those things is um, self control. Yes. All right. And that's what it's linked to. It's a fruit of the spirit. Yeah. Self-control. All right. So I don't care. My thing, my, 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 my position is, um, okay. So you were exposed as a child or whatever. You're a Christian now. We're talking from the Christian perspective. Yes, we are. And so as a Christian, it is expected of you, um, to exercise self-control in your life and in every aspect of your life, whether it's your sexual being, your finances, your mouth, you have to exercise self-control. And let's not be confused. This is not something that can be done on your own. Let me just get right. this comment here. Rose says, there can be perversion in a marriage. What does undefiled really mean? Because we are married, does it give the married person the right to do everything, rhetorically speaking? That's a very good point, um, Rose. That is a very good point. And Atalia, you, I'm going to have to respond to that. What? <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, my God. Um, but... Um, I agree with you, Rose. And um, I think that it is very important for um, persons when they're getting married to establish what that means for them. What does undefiled really mean? Mm. 
Uh, and she said that with sexual perversion experience even in yeah, marriage. Yeah. Yeah, because um <laughs> we we were having this conversation and when um um someone had expressed that uh, they said that our husband the person's husband watches like pornography. Right. Yes, I remember that. Remember yeah, the conversation. Uh-huh. And um I'd be and, and how do you deal with that? That's like that. Oh my gosh. That can become such a stronghold in a relationship. Jesus. And mm. and see, it's go back goes back to what you were saying, Marisha. See, when you expose yourself to these exactly. things, and then you don't know. See, for these relationships to be tricky too, because yes, you don't know what you're getting. No, into you don't. When you and that's a question that you need. Like that's gosh. one of them questions. It's a hard one, Jeez. but that's one of those questions. Like you need to know Tango, that. Where are you? You Bishop, need. Bishop, you? you need to know that, Italia. You need to know what you're walking into because here's the thing. Here's the crazy thing. It's kind of taboo to happen now in 2020, but let's just say there's a, there's a possibility that I meet a man and he's a virgin. Right. That don't mean nothing. Mm -hmm. That means nothing because I do not know how he was dealing with his sexual urges. Mm. That doesn't mean anything. Should we be having that conversation before? I, I think so. I think it's very necessary. Okay, so how have you been coping? I've been, been dealing, yeah. You. I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to the Perfect Scam podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Behringer Brothers Spirit Barrel Aged Wines, the official wine partner of the 2020 CMA Country Christmas presented by ABC, celebrates the holidays with a tacky sweater sweepstakes. Enter for your chance to win a CMA Tacky Country Christmas sweater by texting SWEATER to 467467. No purchase necessary. Message and data rates may apply. Sweepstakes ends December 31st, 2020. Must be 21 or older to enter. See BehringerBrothers.com slash tacky sweater for official rules. Void where prohibited. Behringer Brothers Wine. Please enjoy responsibly. You 20-something, you 30-something, so you say you have never had an encounter. I got to take, if if that's what the person says, you got to take them at their word. And don't get me wrong, those people do exist. I need you to know, they do. It's kind of crazy to believe, but (laughs) (laughs) they're not unicorns. They do exist, okay? Those people do exist. And no, I can need you to tell me, so how are you dealing with this? Because comparison is comparison, Italia, whether it's with yourself or somebody else, Mm -hmm. it will rob you of the joy that you are supposed to experience when it's done the right way. Mm -hmm. Gotta be open. Comparison is comparison, whether you you are being compared to that individual or somebody else. else. You're right. But it will it will rob oh, you yeah. of the joy of the experience and it will set an expectation that is completely unrealistic and it will cause an issue. It will cause an issue, issue between between you and that person. So my thing is like, no, I can need to know because if you ask me how I cope mm-hmm. shopping. Mm-hmm. So if you have a problem with the fact that every time you see me, I have one of different piece of clothing, but now you know why. <laughs> <laughs> Now you know yes, why. Yes, you see, understand what I'm saying? And then, so mm-hmm. you gotta know. Yeah. Like 
I guess there, but there, <laughs> there is a deception. Um, not, not only the deception, but um, the trickery is um that, is, that Satan uses is because we don't want to we don't want to talk about these these things. No, there's silence. No, when it comes to talking because about sex, shame. Yes, and and it shouldn't be there. Sh- it shouldn't be. No. And it shouldn't be because, like, it's like you said, these things were created was created by God. That's how babies get here. Well, not just only that, Atalia. Here's what I've realized, and I I've taken the scripture, like the scripture has taken a whole new like light for me. When the Bible says, "You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free," mm-hmm. listen to me. When this thing is uncovered. Mm-hmm. And there's no longer any shame attached to it. The enemy no longer has That's a hold power. over your life in this area of your life. And so not just that, the situation no longer has a hold because the scripture says in the book of Revelation, we overcome him, the enemy, by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. That is how we overcome him when we open up and we talk about it, when we when we uncover it, mm-hmm. when it's no longer being hidden. Mm-hmm. When we remove the shame and the guilt and the uneasiness that's attached to it, there's a freedom that comes in having the conversation. There's a freedom that comes in talking about this issue that you're dealing with because we cannot pretend that there are not people walking around us, walking about, living their daily lives, but in secret, they have an addiction to this stuff. They have an addiction. They can't go to bed without doing it. And not only men. And it's not just men. It's not just men. And it is completely destroying marriages and relationships. Men and women. And it's... Be- let, me tell you, let me tell you, I had to shut it down on my phone, my phone, my WhatsApp phone, on my WhatsApp. Um, like, and I don't... And I can tell you to this day, I don't, I don't have people sending me. And it was at one point, people were sending like all kind of weird yeah, stuff. Yeah. And you have to draw the line? Weird. When I you say weird, to. you guys, you know what I'm talking about when I say yes. weird. Yeah, stuff. Yes. And I had to. It was a few people. I had to shut them down. I'm like, do not, don't do it. Send me. Don't don't send this to me. 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 And I can tell you to this day, I don't have anyone, no one. Well, I tell you sends all the time. Anything I'm, I'm not sexual videos. They find nobody doing nothing. Don't send them to don't me. I don't me. get it. I don't, I don't even want to see the the people when they when 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 things happen to them. Like you know how people just be sending the videos with these bodies on the ground. No, don't. Right, yeah. Don't send. No, yeah, I don't so want it. I don't you want have to it. Set a standard, and I don't get them on my phone. No, but I, but boy. here's the thing though. Can I tell you, Italia, that I know of? Mm-hmm. I know of people that like. In fact, I had a conversation with someone. The other day, and they were saying to me that a group that they were a part of, mm-hmm. it was their high school group. Like, that's all they send. Like, first thing in the morning, no man. you open up the WhatsApp group. And that's what you are. And it's there. That and when they so said crazy. it to me, like, I'm not going to lie. Y'all might say I agree and y'all might say I ignorant. I just couldn't believe it. I was just like, what? That's so crazy, man. I was like, first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, come on, at least let 12 known reach. No. Like something, like, you know. See, because they try to make, they try to make light. Of something that's very, very serious. Mm, and that is very, I'm sorry, very but that screams Satan to me, Italia. Yeah. It's something that Vera said years ago that always stuck to me. The enemy specializes in smokes and mirrors. He tries to make things appear uh-huh. the way that they it are not. not. So it's like, he tries to make it seem like this is funny. Like, like we could play with this. Like it's okay. Like, ha, ha, ha. Key, 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 key. No, 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 no. This is not funny. 
playing with fire. This is not funny because you're feeding someone's addiction. You're feeding, you're feeding the separation of a marriage. You are feeding the perversion of an entire generation of Listen people. You know what I had to I had to stop watching. I had to stop watching um um law and order. Wow. Sexual oh sexual victims, victims unit. unit. Wow. I had That's to real. That, I had to shut that one down. That's real Italia. I ain't lying. Because how many of us are really willing to do that? I had to shut that one down. How many of us are really willing to say, I am no longer going to allow my eyes to behold this? Yeah, I had to shut that one down. Because we don't realize that like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. see, you have to know yourself. So here's the thing. We're not trying to create an extreme to say, okay, don't like, no, because you have to know yourself. Yes. I'm like you. I had to stop watching certain things. Yeah. Like all of these new shows that are, that are coming out. I saw somebody, um, actually a male, he posted it on his status on Facebook. This was a while back. He's like, he having a really hard time finding something to watch on Netflix because everything, everything has some sort of homosexual, Oh, like thing, like flying in your face. Right. So his thing was, he can't take it. And honestly, Italia, um, that's good, Vera. She says, I shut down scandal for that adultery normalization. Mm-hmm. So, like, like I had I I had to sh- I had to shut down watching certain shows because mm-hmm. it was too like it was too out there. Too strong. The, it the was message just was too much. Yeah. It was just too much. Mm-hmm. It was just too much. And um <laughs> I think that for a lot of us. I think you and I are different. Italia, we grew we grew up in a time where there was censorship. Mm-hmm. There was a point in time in our lives where things were censored. censored yeah. So for some of us, I know for you and I in particular, truthfully, we would have that censor even if we weren't believers. Right. Right. If we tell the truth. Mm-hmm. Like right. there would be like a Today. discomfort, like because we grew up with a censor. There are some people who they they not that. I know. Oh, I said wrong with that. What? I experienced it the other day when I found out that, you know, some people that, that I know that I associate with, like, they have no problem with like watching a TV show or listening to music that has profanity in it. No. I, and I cringe. I cringe at it. Now I'm not judging them, but right, I just, my eyes right, was open. I was right. like, so, so y'all people just throwing around like profanity mm-hmm. and y'all just cool with it. Okay. Like it's like, it's okay. Like every other word is like a bomb and y'all right. just like, no big deal. And I'm like, so, so this, this, this this really how y'all just live life like yeah (laughs) just sitting around with like people just cursing around you okay all right right. and and this music you listen to no okay no 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 (laughs) yeah it's crazy it's i want to say something just now man (laughs) (laughs) but um i think i think it's so important that like okay i just i want to I want to um, kind of bring things into perspective and then hopefully you can remember what you were going to say. Mm-hmm. The whole, the whole, I guess you could say plot plan mm-hmm. MO of the enemy is to pervert. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing. We have a responsibility to love ourselves. How can I say we have a responsibility to love ourselves so plainly and so like, just like out there as like, yes, that it, it applies to everybody because we're instructed in scripture to love our neighbor as we love ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like, so there's a, there's an underlining assumption there. You're supposed to love you. 
Exactly. You are supposed to love you. Some, if you have an instruction to love your neighbor like how you love you, then you're supposed to love you. However, a pl- the, here's the plan of the enemy. The plan of the enemy is to get you to go to an extreme. You, you're loving yourself too much. Too much. Mm. Too much. Think about it, Adalia. Think about it. That's what it is. I don't know if you've ever considered it that way. Mm-mm. But that's what it is. I believe that there is a direct connection between pornography, masturbation, and pride. Hmm. Interesting. An arrogance. An adoration of self. Because if you were to take the instruction of scripture to humble yourself... Under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you. If you were to take the, the, all of the other things, like all of this, so many passages of scripture that I could bring up that talks about how we, we ought to humble ourselves, how we ought to, how we ought to view ourselves in light of who God is in light of who he has called us to be. Um, even if you look at, at, at the words of Psalm 139, how God talks about how he fashioned you and how he formed you mm-hmm. and how he says that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And like, and you consider, just everything that he says about us in his word and you take note of like take note of how these things are being fought for and how the enemy use like he uses it as tools for grandstanding people people take grandstands on the the whole biology and i need to discover who I am sexually Mm. and you cannot take that away from me and you're not going to make that taboo. It's pride. It's arrogance. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing with homosexuality. You don't see adulterers out there forming a crew and saying, please accept us. We cheat. You don't see murderers going out there and be like, Hey, we kill people. We need y'all to accept us. This band of people. We are normal because we murderers. No, you don't see that. You don't see that. Interesting, Marisha. You don't see people who have wow. who have come up differently. Like, like take for example, you don't see like um people in 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 Life Key all getting together. Now we're the rich people. We make more money than you. You must accept us for who we, we are, are, and we're going to take a stand for the fact that we make more money than you do. No, there was an arrogance that the enemy has snuck in that's attached to sexual perversion. There's a pride that automatically causes a resistance between us and God, because that's what he says. He says, I resist the proud. It is a plan of the enemy for us to be resisted by our father. Father. And that's why it's so elevated. That is why it's so like, you see this thing? I have to do this. That's his plan. His plan is to get us to sit in that place where we say, I have to do this. I have a right to do this Mm -hmm. because I need to know. I need to have this information. You Mm -hmm. can't take this right away from from me. me. (laughs) It's a tool of the enemy. It's perversion. Mm -hmm. He wants to make it seem like this thing is more necessary than it really is. Because it really ain't that deep. Mm Mm-mm. And self-exploration, I don't care what y'all say, it's not that necessary. No, it ain't. It's not. It ain't. It's not. You are not going to miss out on anything because you did not participate in that self-exploration act. Mm -mm. You're not going to lose out on nothing. In fact, 
I'm reading like one of my books, like I my my go to books I read to every now and then. Think and Grow Rich. Did I bring it? It's right in my bag. <laughs> and I actually have a chapter. You lie on that on sex and how using that energy instead of using it for being perverted or right, whatever. Right. Um, the mystery of sex transmutation. That's interesting. Yes. And they talk about how you use that energy now to push to you, do other things, you yes. to exactly fulfill your dreams and your purposes, your purpose, etc. Well, the doctors will tell you endorphins are endorphins. Yes. It's a hormone. Yes. And there are different things that wake up endorphins. Yes. Not just um, a sexual encounter. You could get endorphins from exercise. Think, yeah. If you like me, you could go shopping and, mm-hmm. and all the Get excited all, all about certain things. Yeah. You, you get excited. Chocolate, mm-hmm. like Ooh. whatever tickles, <laughs> whatever tickles your fancy. Like, yeah. you know, whatever yes, it is yes, about yes. you that gets you like excited. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be that. But here again, I'm sorry. Y'all may say, Marisha, you're really being really spiritual. Like, I have to, I, listen, there's no other explanation in my mind. Yes. That devil. Yes. Who else it is? Mm-hmm. Who else is it that they're, who else? Like, who could it be? It ain't Jesus. <laughs> and it ain't us because as humans, we like to, we like to make it seem like we're so smart and we're so creative. We no, uh, no, we're not that smart. It is a tool of the enemy yes. for us to go to that extreme, mm-hmm. to go to that extreme. And um, I'm sorry, but I, I, that's where I sit on it. That's all y'all. Mm-hmm. That's where I sit on it. It's not okay. I it's agree. not okay. I agree. I agree. It's not okay. It's not okay to, to be in that positioning. Mm-hmm. And, no. and listen, this is not a judgment conversation. This is a conversation of freedom. Yeah. It's not okay. If you're sitting in that place, if this is something that you are addicted to, there is freedom for you. Yes. There is freedom for you. And know that, oh. know that, um, that not only is there freedom for you, but there is another place of living where even though you've already had that encounter, you've already had that experience, there is redemption for you. And there is a place of living in life where the stain of what you did is completely removed and it doesn't affect your future. And that sounds like hocus pocus, but I'm telling you, it's a real place. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. I think for me, um, what I want to see more from our Christian families is um, communication with our children, our young people. Talk about that. Yeah. I think we need to have more conversations about sex. Um, We need to educate them um, on sex, biological as well as spiritual though. Yes. You know, we have to, we have to make that connection and let them know. I think it has to begin from a spiritual place. Yes. Yes. We have to let them know. See, when you open up and you start to do certain things that it can lead you down a a crazy path. Yes. You know, on a path that get that that may not be so easy for you to kind of to to, to 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 come back from. So parents, um, you need to talk to your children. Um, you need to have those those real conversations. Stop being afraid, man. You know, because these they they going out there and they're their friends are talking. Yes. Like you said, yep. We giving them these cell phones and iPad and everything else they got to, to you know, so they're seeing and it's coming at, at them. them. Yes, it's coming at they them. They got to know the truth. It's coming at them. It's coming at us too. Everyone. It's coming at all of us because something as simple as me 
um, clicking a website to to download a video, and all of a sudden the pop up just and I'm like, where'd that come from? Mm-hmm. Well, this is interesting, mm-hmm. you know that kind of thing. Like, even if I I don't want to make it seem like okay, sure. even when it comes to your your kids and you see that there might be a situation where like one of your kids is exposed to it, don't go in thinking well oh they went looking for it because. You want the internet to know that you don't go looking for it and it comes at you, you know, and, um, <clears throat> and we need to, we need to be cautious with that. Another thing that, mm-hmm. um, that I think is very important to, to involve in this conversation is, are the individuals who have perhaps taken this approach, taken the approach to, to that extreme, to that extreme place of, like I don't want to be with anybody anymore because this thing has happened to me. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to do this thing by myself mm-hmm. because we cannot negate that that reality exists. Right. I got you. Um, and what I, what I, I want to say to that person today is that there is redemption for you as well. There's mm-hmm. healing for you as well. And I can't imagine what it's like having to heal from from being damaged, from being hurt. I can't imagine what that looks like. But know that there is healing. There is healing for you in that space. There is a reality that exists that God can literally remove the stain of that encounter. He can remove the stain of, of that negative experience and you can truly be free from everything that happened all of the emotions all of the negativity connected to it and you can also be free of the things that you use to cope to get through it yeah there is true freedom for you um and uh you don't have to go through it by yourself either you don't have to go through it by yourself. That's a part of the whole shame thing, the plan mm-hmm, of the enemy. Mm-hmm. He tries to make you feel like mm-hmm. you're you're alone while you're going through this. Mm-hmm. Like no one else understands. No one knows what you're going through. No one has ever struggled with it the way that you struggle mm-hmm. with it. You know, he wants to make you feel like it's just you. It's not just you. Mm-hmm. It's not just you are never alone. Ecclesiastes tells us there is nothing new under the sun. Absolutely nothing. nothing. <laughs> so somebody underneath the sun been through what you going through through, or they probably are currently going through the thing that you're struggling with um i don't know what is what it's been like um for you atalia like transitioning from like a single person into a married into into you know a married situation and just noticing like you know the different changes in your own like life and in an approach mm. to, to situations and circumstances, but I know what it's been like for me in encountering different people while I'm dating. There are signs. Mm. There are signs, and um, something that we don't talk about a lot mm-hmm. because we all encounter it in some way, shape, or form, but we don't really know how to deal with it. We don't mm-hmm. really know how to address it. Um, so I want to say to my single girls, and I'll let you talk to the married women. Mm-hmm. I want to say to my single girls, be aware of these little stuff that come up <laughs> when you having these little dates and these little conversations. And you know, the, you know those little 
questions and those little comments that you know that is just slipping there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's just slide in there, like you'll be talking about one thing, and then all of a sudden a comment comes out of nowhere and you ignore it. Mm-hmm. Don't ignore that. Address that. Y'all know exactly what I mean. <laughs> I talking to my females now, I'm talking to my girls, they're talking to my girlfriends. Y'all know exactly what y'all mean. And I want to add to that because this is a recent, well, it's a constant experience that I have, but this is the most recent situation that I had to deal with. If that dude slide into your DMs and what he had to say to introduce himself was inappropriate, why do you even continue that conversation? I know, right? Like, why? That's not cool. That's not cool. <sighs> and y'all know there's come in your DMs in, with them conversations. There's be there. Mm-hmm. And if that's the way the conversation started, if it started to that extreme, (laughs) if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, it's a duck. Hashtag. It's a duck. duck. Atalia. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know, Marisha. I kind of young on this thing, you know. Yeah. No, trust me, I, I'm not even gonna put it on. Like I am learning. Not. I am learning, ladies. Because like... I've mastered being a single woman. No, ma'am. <laughs> no, ma'am. I am learning. All right. This whole marriage so what have thing, you learned? Sex, sex thing. Um, well, I can put it this way. Mm-hmm. Um, I just shared this with um with um what Denzel's brother, um, Bishop. Um, ambassador? Yeah, ambassador. ambassador yes, okay. yes. I was just sharing 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 this with him. Um the day of our wedding, mm-hmm. I'll never forget. After this is like after everything now, we were heading to the reception. Uh-huh. And um we'd given up the the, the ride the fancy ride and we was in our Jeep and uh-huh. we was going to change our clothes to go to the reception and we sat right there on the light, me and Puffy, this all this dress and this right. Coat, right. and this car, this lady, elderly lady pulled up right next to me and she saw me and me and my hubby and she said oh congratulations said my advice to you give him what he want on time feed the man keep the place clean and you be happy man and i'd say the woman is right well then the woman is right now if i do all them things now that's a different story but she right (laughs) all i can tell y'all guys is she's right so i um like i'm saying i'm getting there Right, because being in relationships, it, I mean, it's so much different from when we were just boyfriend and girlfriend. Right, you know, and um, life happens, and you're now in the marriage. You're in this marriage. You're living together every day, going to bed, waking up, you're dealing with each other's emotions, feelings, and everything else in between there that's going on. And so you see, like, um, a lot of it plays out very differently what does it look like for you to love yourself within your marriage though well for me that means me time for me that means finding time for me for italia um i i'm an early bird like this morning i got up at at four and most mornings i get up between three and four three quarter to four i'm up and that's my time that's my me time um, before before time that was different. Like you said, before time, my me time had to do with doing certain things, whether it was going out and hanging out somewhere or doing certain something in particular. Wow. Four o'clock in the morning, I tell you. I can't I be up. 
as be up. And so I, I do my, I do my rituals. I have my rituals. I have to do in the morning. My thing. I do my thing. Whatever. I'll be sharing what that thing is soon, pretty soon. But I have my thing that I do in the morning, and I have to do that. I need that. I need four a.m. in the morning. Yeah, I go to bed pretty relatively early though. I'm mm -hmm. pretty. I go to bed pretty early, and so loving me, loving me, means now it's been redefined for me as as helping me, giving me the things that I need. Mm. Well, and for me, I realized that I need the word of God. Yes. I need to spend time with him. Mm -hmm. I need to have those moments with him. I need mm -hmm. to meditate. Um, I need to meditate. Um, I need to exercise. Mm -hmm. Um, I need to get some certain things into my body, supplements, mm -hmm. whatever that is. Mm -hmm. I need, that's what I need to do for me to be and feel my best. That, that requires intentionality and yeah. energy. Um, it definitely requires intentionality and energy to, to not just, to not just know what you need, but also to, um, to it, to be intentional about it. Yes. And I think that that's also a tool of the enemy as well. What he does is he takes, he forces us to take our energy and put it into a perverted place. Praise so that, yes. so the, the effort and the intentionality that we should be putting into, um, taking care of ourselves like truly loving ourselves from a pure place yeah he he it's perverted and the perverted actions become more attractive than the pure things but now guess what guess what else happens and we do that when we pick that time and we put that into that perverted thing or that thing that we you know we don't need to be putting our, right. our attention mm -hmm. to, we lose time yes we lose time and it puts us back you know, um, so the time, the energy that we should have been putting into whatever it is we need to be putting at whatever that purpose is, we end up losing that time and losing that energy. And um, when you're addicted to something, you're, you, I mean, and you're sick now. You're, you're physically and mentally sick, and so you, ah, yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't do what you need to do. You can't be what you need to be. And again, and that's what the devil wants. He wants you to be in a, in, in, a, in a position where you're inactive and you're not functioning and you're not able to give and be all that you need to be. And I think that's a, a good place for us to, to kind of close things off because the, the reflection that I've taken from today is like, how do we really love ourselves from a pure place? Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of times when it comes to our struggles, when it comes to these things that we have difficulty with, when it comes to addictions, when it comes to sexual perversion, it's a plan of the enemy for us to magnify that thing. Even in trying to stop doing it, we put it in a pedestal. We put it on a pedestal. We put it in a place where like, I got to stop doing this. I got to stop doing this. I got to stop doing this. Instead of elevating the opposite action to actually eradicate that thing. Mm -hmm. So um, it's something that, that um, Bishop talks about all the time. He talks about how our approach to sin isn't, I have to stop sinning, I have to stop sinning, I have to stop sinning. Our approach to eradicate, to lessen, um, or to to combat our struggles is to focus on the thing that we do to replace that act, right? Exactly. So I think for so many of us, 
who are finding ourselves in this place where we're struggling. We're struggling with masturbation. We're struggling with pornography. We're struggling with any kind of sexual perversion. It is important for us to be intentional to purify our actions toward ourselves. Because no matter how you put it, like we established at the beginning of the show, that any kind of perverted sexual act is a sin against your own body. So this, we're starting with ourselves. We're not even talking about the individuals that we may have encounters with. We're talking about ourselves. This is a sin against your body. This is your body. You take ownership for your body. And so when we take ownership of our bodies, we have to be intentional to purify the actions, our intentions toward ourselves. If the enemy can get you to, to, to be intentional with a perverted act against yourself, then there's absolutely nothing that you won't do to someone else. See it. See the seeds that he sows and how it opens the door yeah. for him to get to like to doing a plethora of things in and through your life to bring you to a place of destruction. Wow. That's his plan. The his plan in the in book of in the book of John, um, chapter ten, it says, "The enemy has come to kill, steal, and to destroy. He does not want to make you mad. He does not want to upset you. He does not want to make you sad. He does not want to make you angry. He does not want to, you know, just frustrate you a little bit. He wants to kill, steal, and destroy. And so, if he can get you into this place where." The situation happens to you and your response to this situation is, I don't want to be around anybody. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to be in a relationship. I'm not interested in getting married. I don't want nobody to have access to me. And then you start doing these things, these acts that are perverted, that are not pure in nature. And then that opens the door now to the enemy, to your flesh. That opens the door to the enemy, to your thought life, to your spiritual life. Then you become contaminated. This thing becomes normalized in you. And then all of a sudden you realize that there are a whole lot of things that you're open to that you were never open to to begin with. And it's all because of this one little thing, this one little door that was opened. And that's why it is so, so, so important for us to be intentional. We have to be intentional. We have to be intentional. There's a God seed on the inside of each and every one of us, whether we are atheist, agnostic, whatever you want to call it, wherever you find yourself in life, where what whatever you want to say you won't believe, you have a God seed on the inside of you, point blank, period, because you were created by the creator. There is a God seed on the inside of you. So it is so important for us to not only as believers the believers we're talking to activate that God seed that dictates specifically to the pure acts of self-love that we have, um, that we are intentional towards ourselves. But let's, let's also be intentional with demonstrating that before the lives of unbelievers so they can see there is a different way to do this. There's a different approach to this. Um, holiness is actually like for real, like it can be lit out. It's God's standard. It is his standard and it is achievable it is achievable Mm -hmm. it does not mean that you are perfect and we need to make sure that that's clear holiness is not perfection holiness is not perfection holiness is there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in christ jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit that's what holiness is Walking after the spirit. 
mm-hmm. walking after the spirit. Like Italia mentioned earlier, you cannot do this thing without self-control. Self-control is the fruit as one of the fruits of the spirit. And that's what you need. Mm-hmm. That's what you need. Mm -hmm. So we thank you guys so much for tuning into today's show. We hope that we were able to help someone today. And maybe, you know, our conversation today was in your struggle. But whatever it is, whatever area of your life that you may be struggling with in reference to loving yourself, take some time today and find a moment, find a reason to love yourself for real. I'm going to do it. I know Atalia has probably already done it for the day, but she's mm-hmm. going to find another moment today <laughs> to be intentional about it. To my girlfriends, listen, do something to make you feel good about you today. Yeah. Do something to make you feel good about you. That's pure. Pure. That's make, make your action toward yourself pure. pure. It will demand the actions of others toward you to be pure as well, too. If your action toward yourself is pure, it will demand purity from the people around you yeah man you deserve you deserve that we deserve it we deserve that so we pray that you enjoyed our conversation we're gonna be in the back next week we got a whole lot of things that we want to talk about i have no clue which topic we're We're gonna gonna take next week but we promise you it's gonna be good yeah we got a lot of good ones we got a lot of good ones but listen it's been so great so awesome so wonderful to have a conversation with you guys today we'll be back next week monday with another session of girl talk Until then, y'all be good, y'all be awesome, y'all be great, y'all be amazing. The thoughts, views, and comments expressed on this show are not necessarily those of the management, ownership, or production of Glory 93.9 FM. This that new Kiki exclusive, y'all. Hot, fire, let's go. I did it up for the first time. Made a mistake, but I remind. I broke it on a one time. Bad, I did it on my way. Fixed it on the front line. I'm over the pain. If I'm dancing when I wanna, please don't judge me. If I'm smiling when I'm under, please don't judge me. I just ran through the fire. Please don't judge me. Please don't judge me. I just walk in the water. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. What does it take to end cyber attacks? At Cyber Reason, we can tell you exactly what it takes. It takes an army of battle-tested defenders on a mission. Defenders who fight foes that operate under the cover of digital darkness. Defenders who think, move, and adapt faster than cyber attackers. Defenders with the technology and effortless automation to spot an attack forming on computers, mobile devices, servers, and the cloud, and alert you when it matters most. To end cyber attacks, it takes the brightest minds in global cyber intelligence, working to deliver future-ready protection to guard your data wherever the fight moves cyber reason is ready to win the battle with you and for you in the fight to end cyber attacks we are the defenders join us to reverse the adversary attacks with proactive protection against ever-evolving threats cyber reason and cyber attacks from endpoints to everywhere learn more at cyberreason.com. that's c-y-b-e-r-e-a-s-o-n.com